0: So no one told you life was gonna be this way.
1: No, they didn't. Right? My job Your is,
0: job's a joke, first I'm, of all. I'm broke. You're broke. And, and your love life's DOA. Right?
1: It's like I'm but always you know stuck what? It's in like, second gear.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean you kinda of took the words out of my mouth. You're always stuck in second gear and it's like It hasn't been my day. Your your week, your month, or even your year. But But what? No. So what That's it. Well, I mean, I'll be there for you.
1: It's not raining outside, though. When
0: the rain starts to fall, though, Okay, I'll be there for you. Thanks. Have you been there before? I have, and I'm back, and I'm still there for you.
1: I appreciate that.
0: Because you're there for me, too. I am. All I do my best. Right? Ooh. Right? And then credits. And then dancing in the rain in the couch. There's a fountain.
1: Behind There's a fountain behind yep. you. Yep. White people. And then we cut the commercial.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever? And then you do something wrong, and it's like it's in black and white, and then a big red X goes over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to see. I'm sure it's on YouTube, but I want to watch a montage of just like five minutes of people doing things wrong. Yeah. In, in gray scale with big red, red X's and nose.
0: Usually it's old ladies.
1: No, it's it's old yes. ladies. Uh, housewives and really frustrated uh, middle aged men. Mm. Yeah. And then you bring my in my kind of people. You bring in a cool looking teen to do it right. Or a tween. Or a tween. Or a small baby.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you're there for me too.
1: me too. One, two, three, four. made it to episode 10 of Catching Up with Kevin and Seabass. With me, the Seabass.
0: And me, the Kevin.
1: How y'all doing out there in southern Los Angeles County? Really? LA County. Is that our big fan base? Hollywood. 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 Nope. Holly weird, Holly. I'd say. More like a Holly what is going on? I, I don't had know. the 404 what is it the 405 wow 702 One two three four. and now we're counting i love counting yes i'm like the count except i'm a real person this is not, character development n- not made relevant. of felt yeah.
0: right yes. listen
1: here's the things that i like ready right counting <laughs> tacos hot dogs hmm. um
0: yikes <sighs> a lot of dead air
1: Dead air. I'm um, dead air. It was it was a okay week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was okay. Nothing much big news. Nothing really big. It's right home. You no, know, it was really quiet.
1: Mhm. Quiet week. Which is okay. Cause you know what?
0: We gotta be grateful for these weeks. Yeah. People. Because people.
1: One one day we're gonna turn on the news and guess what? What? Somebody just found Robin Williams floating in Lake Michigan wow well <laughs> what's scary is that it.
0: that might actually happen and then people will look back on this and be like 9-11 <laughs> you know like those people the conspiracies, like oh the simpsons predicted 9-11 yeah you predicted robin williams floating in lake michigan mm-hmm. well let's hope he isn't there our thoughts and concerns with Robin Williams and his
1: family. I really don't want him to go. You know, me that's, neither. That's the problem. But you know, is this is the problem, you know what? This is the problem with being young. Mm. Is that we're going to have to live through the death of all of our favorite celebrities. True that. John Heater. What? <laughs> Excuse me? I'm just saying, one day we're going to have to turn on <laughs> the news and it'll say, John Heater, 1978 to 2045. Wow.
0: That's the first person you thought of.
1: Yeah. Ready for number 2? Yep. Um that one from oh, uh let's say oh no, that's really sad. Let's drop it. I was about to say Poppy Montgomery and I couldn't handle it. I couldn't I can't handle a world without
0: Poppy Montgomery. Yeah, neither can CBS.
1: No, they got to they got to keep her around. Mm. They should just have her host a talk show
0: called the poppy montgomery show the Pop- or just have
1: it called poppy no it's that's too much poppy you gotta calm down it would be called the poppy montgomery hour the poppy montgomery variety show hour the wow. poppy montgomery super fantastic amazing variety show hour yeah um no i don't think so but the show that nobody thought would make it this oh, far <laughs> concluded its fifth Season this week. I'm just. Oh. I'm just diving. Right. Oh, I'm yeah. d- okay. Segways are for people that are able to prepare and plan their lives.
0: Or have segways. Yeah.
1: Segways. Like
0: literal, you know.
1: We got to get some of those. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Community, Community
1: finished its fifth season mm. on Thursday with a whimper. Ooh, I'd say more <laughs> with like a. Uh of speaking a voice quiet clap no speaking voice <laughs> fine instead of okay shouting yeah we finished just more like we're done fine we finished Mm-hmm. community is that show that is perpetually on the bubble i believe as of this taping it is still on the bubble that's correct so
0: although dan harman said it was like 50 50 in terms of renewal or cancellation so it's, which means nothing which means but, it's,
1: which means it's still on the bubble
0: yeah yeah right yeah
1: yeah
0: um why don't you talk about your relationship with community I really
1: like community I've been watching community since season one um community has a very vocal fan base online mm. uh, it's done a lot of hashtags a lot of rallies and stuff like that. But you wouldn't know it from the ratings, because the ratings are garbage. The ratings are always garbage. They've always been garbage. Yeah. Except for the premiere. Yep. But I mean, other than that, I mean, Community has always been an underdog show about Mm. underdogs. Yes. Um, Apt. I think it is. At in, in its prime, it was the best comedy, on TV. Yeah, right up there. Yep. Uh, season two, season three. Certainly
0: the most innovative.
1: Oh yeah, it was doing it. Was having a lot of fun with the medium. It was doing it was doing things that sitcoms had never done before. Yeah, and it had a excellent cast of core characters, mm-hmm. uh, a wealth of great supporting characters. Yeah, yeah, um, and just a lot of really memorable storylines. It's a very it's it is a although it classifies as a comedy. I think it is a genre show in the truest sense because it plays with what a sitcom is Mm -hmm. in a myriad of ways right um of course uh at the end of season three dan Harmon was booted uh season the creator season four ensued with uh who was it i don't remember i think it was sherman and palladino I could, be, I could, I could have.
0: Wait, no. I'm sorry, Sherman and Paladino, as in Amy Sherman Paladino. Oh
1: no, am I thinking of Gilmore Girls? Yes. Shit. At any rate. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Community was tossed to two new executive producers uh, who worked through Sony, mm-hmm. and um, season four they had the option to be their a making their own. Newish version of Community or attempting to emulate what Dan Harmon did for the past three seasons. They chose the latter over the former and were thoroughly unsuccessful. (laughs) Pretty much. subsequently, defying all logic. Or precedent. um, They hired Dan Harmon back. Yeah. And he ran the just-finished fifth season of Community, which certainly Mm -hmm. had his voice back. Um, It was definitely Dan Harmon's Community again. Um, mm. that being said, while the first season of Community is very exciting, the second season of Community is j- nearly perfect, perfect, and the third season of Community is one of the most innovative seasons mm. I've ever seen. Yeah. The fourth season is a miss. Turd. The fifth season is mm. a return to form sometimes. Yeah. And there are a lot of really good, exciting episodes in this season. Uh, the one where Troy left, that was a really great episode. I thought that was a good episode. Yes. A good capper for him. Um, What was another good episode? I'm trying to think. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to remember what else happened this season. Um, Well, I'll just talk about my own
1: Okay, things. yeah, talk about you with Community.
0: I, too, have been watching. Actually, yeah, since the premiere. Since season one. Every week, just about. And I, too, always loved it in terms of its innovation and its way of sort of celebrating and subverting sitcoms and familiar tropes. It's very, very well-versed in uh, comedy and drama, just TV in general, which, as a TV fan, was something that was very appealing to me. And there's also the amazing comedic talents Joel McHale of course he kind of led the uh he was kind of the I don't know what you call it like a like an in Mm -hmm. sort of thing oh yeah like people liked Joel McHale his voice his sensibilities yeah and that's sort of what he brought to the show and there's a lot of people that I hadn't even heard before that were surrounding him that have become like really good comedic voices like Gillian Jacobs Danny Pudi, Allison Brie. Uh, and then, of course, there was Chevy Chase, who was sort of the other in mm-hmm. for certain people.
1: They wanted him to be the in. He was definitely marketed as the in yeah. when the show
0: started. Right. It was like the show with Joel McHale and Chevy Chase.
1: And it was always the end of Chevy Chase in his return to television. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But. Uh, and Donald Glover. Who was always the heart of the show for me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who else? I <laughs> bet Nicole Brown. Oh yeah, always good, always solid. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was sharp writing, good directing, great directing in some cases. Yeah, and I, I just I enjoyed all the uh, format changes that they do, mm-hmm. like the animated episode episodes. I guess mm-hmm. they've done several and all the concept episodes with the paintball stuff was some of the best comedic episodes of modern sitcoms, I think. hmm
1: I think uh, Paradigms of Human Memory and Remedial Chaos, Chaos Theory mm-hmm. and Advanced Dungeons and Dragons and Modern Warfare <laughs> are some of the best sitcom episodes, just period. Yeah. Just because of the way that they're done. hmm It's so... So much care has went, went into them. And... Oh, yeah. It's all so it's, it's uber, not half it's, it's, it's uber detailed. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it goes leagues beyond what usual sitcoms do.
0: Definitely, yeah, good lord, yeah, because sitcoms are when you think of sitcoms on television, you don't you're not exactly talking about innovation. No, here. it's,
1: it, it's this, different characters, same beats. And Community tried its damnedest to avoid those beats uh, mm. at every turn that they could, and they were success- successful for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and I think it was season... Paradise of Human Memory was season two, right? Or was it three? Three. In season three, um, while they were... which It was basically their clip show from clips of episodes that they never shot mm-hmm. because they didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um. They made a reference to The Cape, which was a very, very short-lived NBC superhero show show about Mm -hmm. a guy whose superpower was a cape. Sure. His power was a cape. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it made a reference to Abed really liking the cape and saying that it would last for six seasons of a movie. And Mm -hmm. that became the rallying cry and the hashtags Mm -hmm. and the t-shirts and stuff like that for that show for the longest time. Oh, yeah. Now, we are at the end of season five... At the end of season five, potentially at the beginning of season six, hence almost fulfilling that, I suppose, that motto mm-hmm. yeah. for the f- fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, And I, I mean, I'll take it. I will take a sixth season if they give it to us. But there are a lot of people that argue, and I'm almost inclined to agree, That season three, the season three finale of Community is the last episode of Community.
0: Yeah. and That's the camp that I fall in. Yeah.
1: And I think there is certainly time to, uh, well, today, to talk about when shows should end.
0: And when shows overstay their welcome.
1: When shows are just... Kicking it around mm-hmm. for the sake
0: of of existing,
1: yeah, yeah. I uh I think I don't think Community is quite that show yet, but s- season six they're coming up on season six. Yeah, um, this is a four-year
0: community college <laughs> season right. six. Yeah, and they do like. They'd kind of do it by year.
1: They did it it by year up until this year. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, Mm. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do next season at all, really.
0: That's part of uh, what was sort of bothering me about season five. Just, I didn't know what, like, how Dan Harmon and anyone behind the show... Was supposed to be making us feel about these characters, in terms of them still being in college, yeah, still kind of stuck doing the same hijinks mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah,
1: I mean a lot of that. A lot of that stuff has been addressed uh, frequently throughout this past season. So, like to continue doing it is kind of antithetical to what they've been talking about. You know what I'm saying? That a lot of the seasons I've been talking about, where do you go once you're done with what you're supposed to do? Mm. They returned. But, I mean, that arc has kind of been completed-ish. Yeah. Yeah. By saying that they're staying at Greendale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I would mentioned to you, I remember I would mentioned to you during lunch that a lot of this crux, okay, I, I don't remember when it was, but I almost want to say that I remember Dan Harmon saying at some point, that Abed is really super TV literate. Yes, he is basically, definitely. he's TV tropes personified, yeah. but he was never going to address the fact that he lived in a TV show. Mm-hmm. And I
0: think that wall is breaking down a little bit. Certainly, within the finale, it did. Mm-hmm. Which was so incredibly self referential, overdone in its <laughs> self obsession. Yeah. Quite frankly.
1: It. it <laughs> The the meta ness of the show is, uh, by by addressing the show so much within the show, mm-hmm. it's starting to, like, a rip away at the fabric of what the show is. Is, I agree, and I it's. It's a strange way to put it because I know a lot of people that watch Community identify with Abed. They understand Abed because most of the people that watch Community are huge pop culture junkies. Mm-hmm. And right. Abed knows... And yeah, Abed knows how, how
0: I latched onto him.
1: Yeah. Abed knows how television shows work. Abed knows how comedies work. Mm-hmm. And comedies stick with the status quo. Right. And that status over quo is staying at Greendale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that nothing much changing... Yeah. And, and nothing changed. Yeah. It all kind of goes back to the beginning. Yeah. Nobody's really learned their lesson. <laughs> yeah. They keep doing the same, making the same mistakes, having the same character flaws, not really developing that much. Yeah. I mean I mean the chari- the, the characters of the community have developed immensely
1: since the uh, premiere episode
0: of season one. <laughs> well yes. Yeah. But, it's been five seasons, so I would hope so. Yeah.
1: But there's this wall here now. Mm-hmm. And I think That's that that wall has to be addressed next season. Mm-hmm. If there is a next season. Next. If there is a next season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh I think we wanted to take this opportunity to talk about some other shows that we feel uh kind of fall into this mold of things that should have ended.
0: Well, I was gonna talk a little more about community. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm really sorry. Okay, go ahead. Well Part of what tends to kill some shows is when important actors leave. Oh, yes. And that is what happened in season five when Donald Glover left. Mm -hmm. Because he only had five episodes and then he was done. So it was the first five. (laughs) And it happened. And after that, it just sort of... I don't know if it was the show, like, somehow not really adjusting, or if that was sort of even part of their idea of, you know, having this guy, this important person from the group leaving and having things sort of fall apart.
1: (laughs) I don't think that was part of their plan. Yeah. I think the problem is that uh, Donald Glover
0: is and was and is the heart of the show. Yeah. And now I'm sort of, like, floundering in terms of, like, you know, who am I supposed to uh, care yeah. about, Yeah. honestly.
1: You're supposed to care about Abed. You're supposed to care about Jeff and Britta. I think that's it. You're supposed to care about Annie. Um, Shirley got short and I shift. guess we're still sh-
0: doing sh- that love
1: triangle, aren't we? Ish? I have no idea, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. Shirley gets short-shifted every season. Yes. Because they don't know what to do with her. Right. Um, Chang is, I don't even know what
0: Chang's character is, ever. Yeah. That's one of the problems that I think has plagued the show since the beginning, Mm -hmm. quite honestly. Yeah. Because, when did the show premiere? 2009? Yeah. So this was right after The Hangover. Yep. Right? Yeah. So they're like, this is this big comedic guy who made a big splash in The Hangover. And now he's, let's bring him onto this show and have him be doing wacky things. But, like, in terms of him actually being a human being... <laughs> it doesn't really work here. No. And for me, it never really gelled yeah. with what the show was.
1: Oh, don't forget the Dean. I like yes, the Dean. The, the Dean's dean the best. I think... It's funny, I was watching, uh, I was, I've been uh, re-watching community DVDs with the commentary, and at one point, uh, Dan Harmon says, that, you know, the Dean isn't anybody's character, you know, nobody really cares about the Dean. This was, like, early in season two. I think the Dean might be the best character on the show. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're totally right in that. Uh, some characters, they just don't know what to do with. And mm-hmm. without Donald Glover there some of the characters that like had inst- that needed that relationship to function are mm-hmm. fun- functioning a little bit
0: less right so and that's why you know with Abed of course mm-hmm. Troy and Abed that was sort of like the most significant yeah. relationship and I, mean, I think it is they
1: were they were basically defined by
0: each other right. for four seasons and that's you know after he left what's abed doing yeah floundering.
1: I mean, he's he's had a lot of material with Annie, but he doesn't really have anything with anybody else. I know, but it's
0: like it's hard to uh yeah. for me to connect with him. Yeah, with anyone else. Yeah. yeah. And they also I don't mean to like keep bat- ragging on community, uh. but uh I feel like as the seasons went on, they really uh Screwed up Pierce and Chevy Chase.
1: Well, that I'll, part of that was, I mean, there's always been a lot of tension mm-hmm. between Chevy Chase and Dan Harmon. That's always been around there. They always needed a, a butt monkey for that show. They needed somebody to take all the hits and all the falls. Yeah. And I know che- Chevy was only sometimes happy at community. <laughs> yeah. So it was hard to make his character work, and I But at the same time, he did have a sort of energy that gelled with everybody else. So when he left Mm. and they brought in Jonathan Banks, trying to fill in that void, I think it worked sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the time. It doesn't really make a difference anyway, because he was only contracted for this season.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Like, even by the end of season three, I thought he just turned into, like, a complete monster. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was just really, honestly, sort of unpleasant to watch. Yeah. How terrible he was treating these people who were supposed to be his only friends. Yeah. But... So, you hate in community. So, it's the worst show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just sort of uh, lost... It lost the luster for me, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think with shows like this that are that sort of feel this pressure to keep being innovative and to keep going constantly uh doing new things mm-hmm. it sort of almost gets old ironically well i mean the thing me. the
1: thing about this season of community is that there haven't been a lot of new things in this season of community i think that's the biggest difference between the past 3 seasons i don't count 4 the past 3 seasons of community is that this season hasn't done a lot new it did a, a noir episode like they did with the Chicken Tender episode. It, it did, did G.I. Jeff. Yeah, which could be equivoc- uh, equivocated to the uh, uh, Claymation episode. Mm. It did another Dungeons and Dragons episode, right. which could be contributed to the last one. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of parallels but a lot of repeating a lot of repeating, mm-hmm. which isn't something that community has been known for, right,
0: so so maybe that was part of my issue too, yeah, I didn't really think about that, yep, how like they did actually do a lot of things that they've done before, yeah, ironically, yeah, so I don't know hmm do you but i've i I might actually just not watch it. After this finale, that's fine. It's just
1: they're not gonna cancel it mid season if they do renew it. Well, of course not.
0: Yeah, they don't do that to returning shows. Yeah, in general. Yeah, but six seasons. Let's hope that that's the end. I think it will be yeah. because
1: the saying isn't seven seasons in a movie; it's six.
0: I know, but it's still it's NBC and they can do what they want.
1: Right. But, I mean, here's the other problem with NBC, obviously something that everyone's really aware of, aware of, is that they can't launch comedies. <laughs> NBC has not launched a comedy since Community. Yes, they have. Okay, fine, About a Boy yeah. is on there. That's
0: a legitimate hit right now. Okay. It is. But it's not a Thursday night comedy. I know. It's it not must-see not- Thursday night TV n- like it was in the 80s, like, like was- they still want it to be yeah. for some delusional reason. I don't know. <laughs> Comedy doesn't work on NBC on Thursday, and it hasn't since The Office ended. Yeah.
1: Can we talk about other shows yes. that
0: lost their luster, mm-hmm. starting
1: with The Office, yes. which Good should transition. have ended when Michael Scott Season left? 7. When Michael Scott yeah. left, that should have been the last episode of The Office. Mm-hmm. Instead, it dragged its heels... For, for two what? more seasons, two
0: whole, two full, seasons. like twenty-four episode
1: seasons. One of them ruined spectacularly by James Spader mm. as the weirdest <laughs> element of that show I've ever seen. Yeah, what was that person?
0: I honestly don't know what they were going for with that. Yeah, in terms of comedy, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that is definitely a show that went on too long. Mm-hmm. Nine seasons. That is even for any for any show. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Grey's Anatomy
1: has been on the air for ten years. Yeah, it's in its tenth season right it now. It is in its tenth season. Ellen Pompeo has done <laughs> nothing with her career but Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. for ten years. Mm-hmm. She has not been in a movie since two thousand four. Yeah, checking in, checking out,
0: nine to five. Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> only on ABC. Ah, uh. yeah. That is also a show that I happen to enjoy for, well, I'll say I enjoyed it for three seasons. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then season four came, and I'm like, "Eh, okay, well, it's fine. It's still good. I can still watch it. Season five, sure, fine. Then it just got sad. And not good sad, not like, you know, good Grey's Anatomy should be sad. (laughs) But, like, just... Really not, pathetic. Not fun. Yeah. at all for anyone.
1: Catherine Heigl. Catherine. Oh God. <laughs> um, what's another show that we can think of that overstated its welcome?
0: I know you didn't watch it, but for me, uh, *Weeds* was definitely a show that just went in a fucking bizarre turn because. It's just Weeds, this is a show about this housewife who has kids, who decides she needs some more cash, so she decides to start selling weed around this her little suburban community. And that's a fun little concept that they have. For about three seasons, there's obviously some fun little, you know, it goes dark underbelly of suburbia and whatnot, and everything like that. Season three finale happens. She literally burns down the entire suburban area and starts from scratch. Season four, we wake up in Mexico, and she's, like, marrying a drug lord who impregnated her, and, like, (sighs) these other characters have been kidnapped, and, like, what are you doing? (laughs) Is what I was just thinking the whole time, and it just completely ruined the entire appeal of the show. And it was very clear that they had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> and that show went on for eight seasons. What? Eight seasons of just stupid, like, Mexican plot lines and gunfire. And, like, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know.
1: What was I gonna say? Shit, I had an idea for a show and I lost it. An idea for a show? Not an idea for a show. <laughs> um, oh, now I remember. How long has Nurse Jackie been on here?
0: <laughs> Nurse Jackie was just renewed actually for season 7. What? Season 7. Here's I have a
1: question mm. for everyone all around the world. Mm. Where is Nurse Jackie fan base?
0: In my living room because my mother loves it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the answer. I literally don't know anyone else who is watching Nurse Jackie.
1: How many Emmy's does Nurse Jackie have? Two. Two Emmys. One, one for, for Edie
0: Falco. And one. One for Merritt Weaver. Yep. Inexplicably for Merritt Weaver. hmm. Quite frankly. Yeah. Showtime. Know. And speaking of which, this is one that I would enjoy talking about Homeland.
1: Oh, yes. You mean the show that had the one season
0: show? Right. The that- one, the miniseries? Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> Homeland miniseries. Right. The amazing self contained one season of Homeland right it's it was renewed for season four, <laughs> and which
1: doesn't make sense after it uh spoiler alert three big spoiler two, alert one and here's the spoiler murders one of its two leading
0: characters right the I would say the secondary lead of the show was hanged in Iran <laughs> in the season three finale, and that was just. I mean the whole show is about Carrie Matheson, played by the wonderful Claire Danes, is investigating Nicholas Brody, who she thinks is who's a who's a US soldier who she who thinks who she thinks is working with Al Qaeda or something. The Taliban. Yeah. Something. And it's sort of about all this intrigue in season one. You're watching it right now.
1: I'm watching it right now. I literally just started Homeland. Yeah, The the miniseries.
0: The miniseries, Homeland. And it's this really cool, like, post-9-11 paranoia type of show. Okay. And now season two comes around, and they're like, Shit. (laughs) We don't know what to do. So they... What happened? Very early in season two, she basically, like, turns him in. (laughs) And... All of a sudden, he's killing the vice president <laughs> by, like, stopping his heart somehow with a button. I don't know. It's just the whole show went off the rails, yeah. especially in season three, which I consider the last season Mm-hmm. for me. I had my closure, and that's it.
1: I think that it's it's not like... If a show goes on really, really long, it just gets worse and worse. Because there are certainly shows that have gone on for a while and been great Hmm. for a majority of the run. Or better. Or better. Gotten better as the years went on. Uh, What can you think of shows that got better as opposed to getting worse?
0: Some would argue Breaking Bad.
1: Oh, yeah. Breaking Somehow, Breaking Bad... It's an upward slope. It's a totally upward curve Mm -hmm. for that show.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because season one is, like, it's good and everything, but it's not that innovative or interesting or anything. But... Yeah. Yeah, it really accelerated. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And just craziness. But they did it, like, flawlessly. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Friends um that's i don't know friends i don't think it ever got bad but it certainly never was able to recapture like the magic of the first six seasons i would say and then it just started getting like weird a little weird because after monica and chandler got together and they got married they decided oh why don't we have all of the friends hooking up with each other let's have joey with rachel (laughs) <laughs> and they had that for a whole season, mm-hmm. and then she's deciding: do I pick Joey or do I pick Ross? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it was always popular, yeah. so yeah. I guess people were liking it.
1: Yeah. Is it a rule of thumb then that uh, shorter shows are better? Yes. Is that a one hundred percent general rule of thumb? Mm-hmm. Shows with a few seasons are usually better than shows with, like, five or six seasons.
0: Uh, well, I wouldn't. I was actually, I thought you were talking, like, up to seven in terms of, like, good shows. But, like, above that, it gets not so good. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like, okay, six seasons. Six, no, sure. six, okay, seven seasons. Yeah. Yeah, once you hit season seven, it's a downgrade. Supernatural. Which was supposed to be a five season show. They had a five season really? long arc. Fifth season was supposed to be the uh, series finale, mm-hmm. right? That fan base has always been there, right? There's always been this <laughs> always underground. There's always been this underground fan base for Supernatural. Around mm-hmm. season four, season five, that fan base exploded, and it became Whoops. super vocal. Mm-hmm. And I think Supernatural is. About to enter its ninth or tenth season. I think tenth. Tenth season mm-hmm. of Supernatural. They have fought God in that show. <laughs> I don't know how. Wow. It's. I mean, that's another case of once you hit. Th- there are shows that hit that ceiling. Mm. They hit that ceiling, and where do you go? They literally get to God. <laughs> yeah. Where do you go after you hit that ceiling? This down. goes. This goes for down. Yeah. There's Always nowhere. Down. There's nowhere else to go. You mm-hmm. can't. Just break the law and bust through it. Right. There's nothing higher than that. Mm-hmm. Um, short, short-seasoned shows are better. Arrested Development. a Arre- Prime example. The I think I I I want to say um, the first three seasons of Arrested Development are perfect comedy. hmm Absolutely perfect. There is not a hitch in that show. Right. Everything from the directing to the writing to performances are all perfect. Flawless. Yeah. Um I know one that you probably really enjoy is Twin Peaks, which only had 2 seasons. Um definitely
0: enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twin Peaks, I'm so grateful that that show was canceled after season 2, which is a weird thing to say, but Twin Peaks is a show that I adore and love and everything but it's, it's a flawed show, <laughs> to put it lightly. There are very strange plot lines that seemingly come out of nowhere and are universally hated, <laughs> quite frankly. And I'm sure if they had continued, they might have even gotten worse. So for shows that are sort of high-concept-ish, like Twin Peaks was... That have this like central mystery and everything, it's usually best <laughs> to cut it to a few seasons mm-hmm. and not drag it out. I mean, I, people I, lose interest. Yeah.
1: I think sometimes being can- we always mourn canceled shows and we always ask for canceled shows to come back. Mm-hmm. While when Arrested Development was out and about uh, on Netflix last year, a lot of people are saying, "What are they going to bring back next? What are they going to bring back this?" But I think. Considering how some shows go, how some shows have gone, sometimes being c- canceled can be a blessing. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring up another one of your favorite shows. You know what I'm talking about?
0: No. I'm talking about Pushing Daisies. Oh, no. Uh, be still uh, my heart, Pushing Daisies. Mm-hmm. Two uh, seasons. Two seasons and done.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like, again, it's no one can say where Pushing Daisies would have gone if it had yeah. gotten six seven seasons but when you get two because
0: that's a that was another super high concept show oh yeah there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. before you before the wheels start spinning and i think they did what they did and did it good yeah. and they got out
1: yeah when the show starts spinning its wheels that's when you have to worry yeah uh the office started spinning its wheels Grayson and abby has been spinning its wheels for Grey's Anatomy Um, has been spinning its wheels in
0: season four. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And I feel like community is starting to spin its wheels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will watch the sixth season because I support Dan Harmon. I support the cast of that show. I think they're all doing good stuff on there. But it's going to take a lot for it to get back to where it was before. I saw glimpses of it this season. I saw there were some episodes in here that would have fit into season two or season three. But a lot of it felt um not quite there right i think and honestly i i i th- i actually think i don't know if it is entirely but i think a lot of it might have to do with rick and morty which also had its uh series finale season finale season finale this past <laughs> week um season 1 finale yep uh after a lot of poking and prodding and requesting, I did... Nagging. Nagging. Let's call it <laughs> nagging. After a lot of nagging, I did manage to get Kevin to watch Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. And your verdict? It's
0: good show. It's a good show. It's a good show. It is. It's very fun and innovative. It is incredibly
1: innovative. It is as and innovative, if not more innovative, than Community. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think we've said this before, but it sort of does to uh, animated shows, sort of what Community does for sitcoms in terms of subverting things. They, you know, very well versed in Mm -hmm. the tropes of animated comedies and shows. I
1: don't even I don't even think it's animation. I think it's it subverts pop culture in general. The the lampooning that it does of what we expect. In our, uh, in the way that story works and the way that characters work. I guess that's true. It, it's really incredible. I mean, it, uh, there is so much energy. There's so much creative energy mm. that goes into community from Harmon, as well as, I think, more, even more than Harmon, uh, Justin Roiland, who was a big spearhead on that show. How involved is Dan Harmon and Rick and Morty? Uh, I think he's pretty involved. He's he's involved with a lot of the writing, but most of it is uh, Justin Roiland. He is doing a lot of the voices on there,
0: and he is directing a lot of the stuff. Because I was going to say that part of the reason Community may have failed a little bit is how much energy he was putting into Rick and Morty. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have
1: uh, Rick and Morty tumbling around while he was doing season 2 and 3 and it's hard right. it's hard enough to juggle one high concept show when you're juggling two mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah and the thing about Rick and Morty is that uh it was done in that interim period while he was uh while season 4 was going on when he wasn't working on oh, it really so he had his whole energy to be working on Rick and Morty he came back got rehired to community but he's still got Rick and Morty going on mhm So, again, juggling two balls here. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, I don't want to prophesize too much. I don't want to cry wolf. I don't know. That's not the right phrase. (laughs) But it does kind of make me worry a little bit about the quality of season two of Rick and Morty. I mean... I think it'll still... I don't think it'll be as good as season one. Because I think season one of Rick and Morty is one of the best premiere seasons ever. Period. Not just for, like, animation or comedy, but for a television show in general. It's a pitch-perfect premiere season. Yeah. Um. And the thing about Rick and Morty that it has, that community doesn't have, is two showrunners. As opposed to one. Yeah. So, I think it has a better shot of... Yeah,
0: maybe. Keeping
1: the steam going, as opposed to community. Which is rapidly... Uh, running out of fuel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For me. And for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's one sort of problem with show runners who want to run more than one show mm-hmm. is that idea of splitting your creative juices mm-hmm. between so two different projects. Even though community and Rick and Morty might be similar in what they're trying to achieve. They're still very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe the same thing sort of happened with Shonda Rhimes, with Grey's Anatomy. She definitely transferred most of her creative juices to Scandal uh-huh. as of late. Yep. And has all but ignored Grey's Anatomy. Pretty much. Which you can see in the quality of the shows. Yeah.
1: I'm not i'm I love seeing some of my favorite creators get work. I love seeing them get their ideas out there, but splitting up that pie is always dangerous. Mm. It's always dangerous because no matter how successful or innovative or just talented you are, you are still one person right uh I think the biggest example that I wanna throw uh my idea basketball towards <laughs> I don't know. Metaphors is JJ um, Abrams. I just want to talk about JJ Abrams for yeah. like two minutes because JJ Abrams what starts with Alias. He's working on Alias. A lot of people starts work. with Felicity. He starts with Felicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid show. Moves on to Alias. Good show. Great show. Yeah. Moves on to Lost, which is one of the per- awesome show. one of the perennial dramas of the two thousands. Even I arguably of perennial. the perennial. I don't know. One of the most iconic dramas yeah. <laughs> of the uh, 2000s, maybe even of the new millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, and then proceeds to divide his attention and become executive producer on dozens. All of the shows. Dozens of projects. <laughs> yeah. He is running Star Trek and Star Wars. Simultaneously. Simultaneously running Star Trek and Star Wars at mm-hmm. the same time.
0: He has control of all the stars. Yeah.
1: And you can't say that they won't suffer. Right. In some capacity. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Into Darkness was one of the worst movies. I have
0: ever seen. Of
1: 2013. <laughs> Personally. Was, Kevin, I have never seen a look of such disdain and Lord just have mercy. yeah, boredom mm-hmm. as when we went to see Star Trek Into Darkness. I checked
0: out about 45 minutes in. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> and it's like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I think is what happened. I mean,
1: you, I, it is not my place at all because I am just a person to say, hey, if you're making a thing, just do one at a time. Right. You can do whatever the hell you want, but I.
0: But you shouldn't expect all of them to be great.
1: You shouldn't expect all of them to be great. That's Mm -hmm. it. I think that's the moral of this talk here. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of th- not expecting things to be great... Mm. Um, yep. Remember Johnny Depp? Vaguely. Remember Johnny Depp, the cool... You mean cool Johnny Depp? Cool guy Johnny Depp, mm. you know? Star, kind of a weirdo? a Little weird, little... Uh, lo- little loopy, little quirky. Yeah. in hits like, uh, you know, he was... S- Sweeney Todd musical Sweeney Todd Edward Scissorhands oh Edward Scissorhands you know doing Ed Wood uh yeah remember Jack Sparrow Jack Sparrow, Jack Sparrow? iconic iconic role yep yep remember him uh huh what happened to him I think he died you think so mm hmm you think he's uh he disappeared off the face of the earth
0: yeah. yeah remember that movie The Tourist the what remember Dark Shadows. <laughs> Yes, I remember Dark Shadows because it was released last year. No.
1: Yeah. No. What? year are
0: Are you? Or it might have been the year before. Okay. Either way. I was gonna say it was that. close. Yeah.
1: I thought I was gonna say like 2011.
0: Oof. Oof.
1: Remember the Lone Ranger?
0: That was last year. That's right. the one that was last year. That was year. last year. Right. Yeah. Johnny Depp's career is dead in the water. It's, I don't know, he's still successful, quote-unquote, because he's still starring in things.
1: But Transcendence, uh, directed by frequent Nolan cinematographer... Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan cinematographer, Wally... Pfister. Wally Pfister, debuted in the box office this weekend to under $11 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. The poster is Johnny Depp's face.
0: That's all you need, apparently. And then people just come out in droves, right? No. Right? No. Exactly.
1: (laughs) This movie has a 17%. I'm not to make this. Oh, it went down? Yes. Wow. I don't know what happened to Johnny Depp. I don't know what happened to S.T.A.R.S. You know, the Hollywood system, for the longest time, ran on the conceit that if you have a star in the role, you can do whatever. The movie
0: will be successful. Wherever
1: you want. You can do whatever you want, and you'll bring in the bucks. Yep. Adam Sandler. Bring in the Tom Hanks. Bring in the Tom Cruise. Bring in the Sylvester Stallones. <laughs> Still. Bring in the Arnold Schwarzeneggers. Still. Bring in the Johnny Depps. And mm-hmm. you've got gold. No. That's not how it works anymore, people. Yeah. You can't just shove a name into a film and expect it to be successful. Mm-hmm. See the career of Johnny Depp for the past two, three years.
0: I would say he started going off the rails with Pirates sequels. Yeah. Honestly. Pirates 2. Yeah. Which Not was what, what half of was the that? movie? What year was that? 2006. I want to say yes. Yeah. That was around the era of like Johnny Depp is a huge deal. And you guys now. Yeah. And now he's milking that and not really delivering that sort of charm that mm-hmm. much anymore. Like it's still there, but it's not I don't know. It's just not interesting anymore. Yeah. I think to people, maybe.
1: Because they've seen... Because... Okay, uh... A lot of audiences aren't... Perceptive. To say... Uh... The least. But I think even they know... When they're being sold the same dirty pizza... Over and over again. Yeah. I think they know... When... They're not getting anything different or new or even exciting. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's happened, Hollywood, it still runs on this idea, not only that you can just shove a star into something, but that you can do the same thing over and over again, and people won't give a shit.
0: And people just keep coming back. Yeah.
1: People are starting to give a shit. hmm People are starting to give a shit. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis does, coming up on, I think, seven Die Hard movies.
0: Yeah, Maybe.
1: He's just in it for the money.
0: Oh yeah, you yeah. can tell.
1: Yeah, a lot of these people are just in it just for the to cash. for their paycheck. Yeah, you think, you think, you really, honestly, truly think that Arnold Schwarzenegger can launch a film in 2014? No, I. Do they not. do. They really do. They still do. They are positive that Arnold Schwarzenegger can launch a film in 2014, and when Sabotage debuts in, what, second, third... What? F- Sabotage? What that is was that? a film that came out this year that came out weeks ago with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. I've never heard of it. Hence! <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. What do we do about these stars? What, do, what, can, what, well, can, what can we do with we them? We cycle
0: them out and we get the new hot thing and milk them for a little bit. That's what's happening with Jennifer Lawrence, and that's what's and it's uh, on the way to happening
1: with Shailene Woodley. Yeah, who has Looks signed? Like it. Who has signed on to what she thought was three, but is now four Divergent movies. Whoops! Whoops! <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. I think we all did. I know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's this system of. Pulling in things and milking them until they're dry. hmm But because Hollywood and... Because film and TV are having trouble launching new things, they're taking the old, withered-up husks that yeah. they used to use yeah. in the 2000s and the 90s, mm-hmm. and seeing if they'll still run, and they're not. Right. People are over it. And I'm just so confused as to why they're not getting the message. Because this is the only thing that they know?
0: Yeah. They... It's a business. They want to be safe.
1: This is how it's always been. Mm-hmm. This is how it's always been. We don't right. understand why it's not working. You know what? It's a lull. Yeah. It's a lull. There's been a lull, but it'll come back. You mm. know, we're going to... We'll, we'll we'll talk to Johnny. We'll say, you know what? So this one didn't work out. You know, that's okay. We'll find you something else. You'll launch that one. Uh, $80 million opening weekend for you, because you're Johnny Depp. Hmm. And here we are. And here we are. How many times has he heard that in the past few years?
0: Probably over and over again. Over and over again. Because it keeps happening. I don't know how successful The Lone Ranger was, but probably not. Not
1: not nearly as successful as it should have
0: been. Same thing with Dark Shadows. You know. Yeah. The Tourist, I guess. I don't know. Not as much, but still. It's also a problem with... (laughs) I hate to bring it back to like the diversity thing, mm-hmm. but it's always just a male, an older male. Oh, yeah. Usually white. They Here. just keep giving them yeah. more chances. Yeah. You know, this is going to be the one that's going to break out for yeah. you. And you know
1: what's really funny is that... I it, it would be hilarious if it wasn't sad and pathetic, is that <laughs> Hollywood refuses to believe that... Anybody other than a white guy can launch a film, despite the fact that there is mounds literally p- piles, buildings worth of evidence proving the contrary --hmm that anybody can launch a film. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, if you're white, black, Latino, Asian doesn't matter. Anybody can launch a film. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. doesn't have to be Johnny Depp. Right. doesn't have to be Tom Cruise. Anybody can launch a film, if
0: you do it right. That's why it's so, like... Frustrating. Cr- ...crazy and awesome uh, to me that... ...Melissa McCarthy has somehow become the star now.
1: Melissa McCarthy is... I think she's the face of comedy
0: right now. Yeah.
1: How did that happen? Melissa McCarthy. Let me let me rephrase that for you, okay? hmm Academy Award nominee. That's right. Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Is the face of comedy. And I think is the face of where Hollywood should be going. Mm-hmm. Is stop looking at what worked ten, twenty years ago. Right. Start look at what's working. Now, what's, right. working mm-hmm. what's working this week?
0: What's uh, working this week? Christian movies. <laughs> Christian movies are working this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is Easter weekend. But... Right. Well, you asked. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for that answer. Yeah. That is the answer. But, yes, Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. I guess Jennifer Lawrence. Frozen. Frozen.
1: Frozen. 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 It's g uh, frozen. Literally that's all I have to say.
0: Hmm. It's frozen. The most successful animated movie of all time. A film with not one but two female leads. Mm-hmm. And no male leads. Barely any mm-hmm. male leads right. at all. Right. But women can't watch can't launch movies. Men
1: don't want to see movies about women. Right. Because that's gross. Because men like men. Men like big, strong, barely men. With muscles. And big old machine guns. Per- apparently wrinkles. And, <laughs> and yeah. And lots of wrinkles. Let's do another Expendables movie.
0: Yeah. People want to see that. Yeah. Expendables 3.
1: And you know, I really hope, I'm crossing my fingers and crossing my toes, that Expendables 3 is an enormous failure. Because I want to see well, how Well,
0: it will be. Uh,
1: how successful was 2? Uh, not. Not. What are they going to do when their poster child for Hollywood uh, crashes and burns on landing? What are they going to do? Who's they? Hollywood. What are the executives going to do when Expendables 3 fails? Um, just... What is it going to take for them to rewrite their master plan? I don't know. Because if... The stuff that they have in front of them right now isn't enough. I don't know what it's gonna take.
0: Probably just more failures. Like even more. It's just it's it's a it's appalling, I think.
1: The way things are going. What are we calling this? The failure episode. <laughs> everything sucks. It's not everything sucks, it's just like people aren't looking they're not looking
0: they're not people the masses
1: not even the masses because i think the masses get it yeah i think the masses have an idea i think the masses when i go to a movie and they laugh at the trailer for transformers 4 i think the masses get it yeah i think it's the people that are making things right those people that don't get it Mm mm-hmm the executives don't get it. They don't get it. They are not in touch with what should be going on. They're reading they're reading newspaper clippings from two thousand and two and nineteen ninety seven and saying this is probably what should be happening. Yeah. It's it's not. It's really not. Things have changed. Things have changed, but if there's anything old white men do not like it is change. Certainly. Change is the enemy. Mhm so change is risky change is risky so let's make larry crown oh jesus
0: <laughs> i'm going there i'm going to Larry, larry. friggin crown
1: <sighs>
0: <laughs> but i mean i feel like there is some change with executives in terms of shifting perspective
1: can we talk about megan ellenson <laughs>
0: Okay, that's a prime example, I think, of what I'm talking about.
1: Of Annapurna Pictures. Right. Who has uh, had a hand in making some of the leading films, I think, in terms of what I think I'd like to call new Hollywood. Mm.
0: Good Hollywood. Yeah. New good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's all I have to say. She's awesome. Yeah.
0: She did... Her, mm-hmm. she did American Hustle, I think, right? Yeah, yep. that was her. Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, those three films right there, massively successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty, definitely American Hustle. Uh, at least her, I think her got a lot more attention than it could have yeah. if it were just oh, a, yeah. if it were run by anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they fly in the face of what's typically released. Like, six months out of the year.
0: Yeah. It's just a different perspective. Yeah. And I think that's what people are looking for. Mm Mm-hmm. People are looking for new things to excite them, and not just the same stuff over and over. Yeah. Unless it's Marvel, of course. Unless
1: it's a superhero movie. Because
0: those will always be successful, apparently.
1: Captain America, third week in a row, number one. There you go. Yeah. But it's not... This this isn't like uh, I mean we can both agree that Captain America is a good movie yeah so I know but I think I think the the bottom line is you have to be good yeah yeah which
0: is it, hard to do it
1: uh, sh- I was gonna say it shouldn't be right I know but, it shouldn't be yeah
0: but it is regardless because of who's involved yeah and who's making the decisions to cut yeah you know a female's role by half Mm-hmm. which was sort of the case with american hustle Mm-hmm. <laughs> but i don't know what went on there but yeah yeah amy adams amy adams
1: i still think it's one of her best roles it is yeah definitely yeah <laughs> i don't know I think there's a lot of good stuff out there right now. I don't want to give the impression that everything's terrible mm-hmm. and that this whole media landscape is in a tizzy because it's not. Right. Um, I think there's in, a lot
0: of good going on.
1: Indie cinema, in I think indie cinema, cinema I think is the best it's been in the Stronger longest than time ever mm-hmm. because so many people are able to get their voices out there. Um with things like Netflix especially uh, yeah. and uh cable channels. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. We are definitely, st- I think, still, although not as much as we were a few years ago, we're still in the mists of that renaissance-ish period, golden age. Yeah, I think I I think we're heading towards something a little bit different, maybe even better, with the rise of Netflix. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. But there are still missteps. There are still uh, paradigms that people are clinging to that they assume will still work that simply aren't anymore times have changed times have changed they always do yeah they always do (laughs) so yeah
0: but that's why i'm saying like you know shows like orange is the new black that are completely different from anything you can see on broadcast or even cable Mm mm-hmm The ethnically diverse cast of people who would never get cast in anything else. An ethnically
1: ethnically diverse cast of women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Netflix. Is the only one that would want to do that. Yeah. Because I think they, like, passed on every other network, every other network passed on it, of course.
1: Yeah, because who's going to watch a show about a bunch of women?
0: Right. Not men, and men watch TV. Right. (laughs) At least the ones we want, you know. Yeah. Advertisers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But... I remember on the t v on the internet podcast, Libby Hill was saying that this is the type of show that I didn't even know that I wanted, and that's I think what Hollywood needs to do, yep now, yep, is give people what they didn't know they wanted
1: mm-hmm
0: that's really it, yeah, yeah and i I don't think either of us can exactly say this is what. The new trend should be, uh-huh. other than just, you know, obviously expand beyond the white male paradigm. Yeah. But hopefully, shows like Orange is the New Black can lead by example. Yeah. And prove something.
1: I think they'll prove something. I think they're bound to prove a lot. I think they're on the way to proving something big. Mm hmm. Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, do you have any other words? I don't think so. Do no. you? No, I think I'm all set. So we're going to put a cap on our 10th episode. Wow. 10th t- anniversary. Made it to 10. I hope you're clapping at home. All right. right. Don't. If you're driving to work, stop. Don't clap. Don't clap. Don't clap. You got to keep those hands on the wheel. Watch out. That was the worst thing you could ever do to anybody who was on their way to work. I'm sorry. You just caused... I'm just trying to keep the people alert. You just caused dozens of deaths.
0: I don't know about that. Okay, like two. You think it's like Breaking Bad that I'm not even aware that I just set off a chain reaction and there's going to be a plane that crashes in the air and hundreds of people are going to die? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm Kevin, and (laughs) you can find me on the internet at Twitter on Kevin underscore Jacobson yeah i don't know and i'm also on n stars as always Could find me anywhere and letterboxd where i haven't written a review in two weeks hi i'm on twitter at hi c
1: bass uh letterboxd at chilean c bass that's about it that's it that's it for me and you i already said my piece all right so, I hope you have a fine time wherever you are in the world in time and space. And uh, I'm signing Don't off. Don't
0: forget to rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe
1: our show. Uh, Here we go off in uh, space. Uh, uh. <laughs>